Hello, and welcome to Breakout, episode 32. My name is Marty Sleva, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Nicolangelo and Casey Wosu. It's it's a busy day. I didn't have time for the preamble. I didn't have time to tell you guys what the show is about. We don't have time to spoof and goof. I don't care how either of your weekends are. We had we have to Me neither. Uh, no, we got a good show. Uh, we, it's going to be a slightly shorter episode because uh, we have a, a cool interview afterwards that Nick needs to get off to. But um, like not like a job interview, but like a interview for the job. I said so we were going to do this. I said we were going to do this quickly, and then I started rambling, and that's not good. <laughs> uh, but we're going Still to break out. We're going to yeah, exactly. We're going to do a little check in uh, where we are on on Elden, where we are in Elden Ring. We won't go into like super spoilers, but sort of a temperature check, yeah, how we're feeling about the game now after a few weeks. Talk about some other stuff we've been playing. We'll touch on uh, big. Uh, it was a big day for release date shakeups. We got a couple delays. We got some stuff uh, finally planted its flag in the sand. Uh, some stuff delayed indefinitely. And then, uh, as you see in the title, our big topics are going to be kind of talking about uh, in the first few months of, of 2022 how it feels like Nintendo and Sony have had a pretty big presence, but uh, Microsoft, uh, apart from one massive acquisition, has been surprisingly quiet and, and figuring out what the deal with that is and, and when we might hear from them next. So, yeah, how you guys doing? I'm not doing too bad. Kansas City weather is wild. We had 80 degrees last week. Then we had like an inch and a half of sleet the other day. And then good. tomorrow so we're, we're doing another winter storm with like seven to nine inches of snow again. When I'm supposed to drive down to Mississippi on Saturday. So <laughs> that's probably not happening. Weather said no. Yeah. Grass <laughs> spring. What does that mean? So you're actually going to be here for game night? Is this another one of those classic? I, I don't know. I don't know. No, it, 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 it's not my fault. It's the weather's fault. Yell at the weather. Go outside and yell at the, at the clouds, Marty. I'm not going to be an old man who old yells man. at clouds. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I got some time before that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We got a couple more years left. Uh, as a cruel, thank you so much for the donation. We'll go over those uh, at the end of the episode, obviously. So if you have any uh, uh, comments, if you want to talk about your Elden Ring adventure or just anything at all, uh, yeah, get those uh, super chats and, and donos in there. And, and remember, this show, as well as all the rest of the stuff you love on the Escapist, is powered. It's fueled by those donations. We 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 recharge our energy. We we get our calories from those donos. <laughs> We do. Fucking sweet, what, sweet donos. Sweet, Nothing sweet. In your morning coffee. Sweet, sweet donos. Uh, Elden Ring. What's uh, without going into like super spoilers? How 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 are we feeling? How much time we put in? Nick, are you, did you roll like a tenth character? What's going on? No, nope, no. Nope. I've been I've been playing my samurai character on my PS5 on my on my own time. I, I was streaming a lot of it, but I think a lot of people were kind of tuning out because I was towards late game and didn't want to spoil things. Uh, yeah. So kind of getting back to that but yeah i'm towards the end of the game now uh it's kind of funny we go back to thinking about last week's podcast is Elden ring a good a good place for people to start with and i'm now i'm like so everything up to the capital yes after the capital no <laughs> i think i think the wall how like, much game is that then probably like the last 40 <laughs> percent yeah i was gonna say like Jeez. last, third, last yeah. third or so yeah, once um, you once you get like every I think every Souls game has like its wall. Like I think for most Souls games it's like the poison areas whereas it's the wall for newcomers. At least that's where I feel feel like the most stress and I hate it. Uh mm -hmm. but yeah, Elden Ring like I think you it is I think it's like every one of them like where you start to notice kind of some of the flaws the farther you get into it where I think like this game doesn't scale very well to the character because I'm level 100 and I'm still getting two shot up there when I thought I'd be like way over leveled for it. 
I mean, that's a vintage Dark Souls. Like, the far and away, the worst part of Dark Souls is the last third. Yeah. That's yeah. when they were like, eh, we don't know what to do. Let's, uh, let's, let's make put it in as this area. Let's possible. have you fight a yeah. big tree where the floor just falls apart. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, I don't know. It's it's beatable. But even even for me, we're, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at these games now. Like, I am getting stomped. Getting through it. I'm getting stomped over and over again, like true Souls styles. So well, uh, still it love first, it. Uh, still love the game, though. I love getting Elden stuck. Ring. I was <laughs> Elden Ring not as good as Breath of the Wild confirmed. Yeah. Andrew, 2022. Where's your mute button? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was um, I was feeling a little bit of fatigue in terms of Elden Ring stuff because, like Nick, I was also feeling like uh to be. But honestly, I'm I'm much more under leveled than I guess you guys were at like similar points in the game. Like I haven't spent a bunch of time um really trying to get my level up like i like i'll explore but only for the sake of exploring and then if i stumble upon a boss i kind of stick to that <laughs> so like i'm only about 52 and i'm trying to take on uh radon now and like that area is like really tough for me mm-hmm. and like i'm making a little like i'm making much slower progress than i have been making up until that point so i was like i put it down for like two days i was feeling a little burnt out on it uh, but after I picked it back up after that small break, like I'm like way back in now because like I, I like beat some of the stuff that was holding me back. Uh, then like I went, did some other side quests, uh, met um, like had more cool side stories with some of like the NPCs that are in the world and stuff. Hmm. And like just seeing how the world reacts to you going and exploring. Like I was um, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a situation in uh, Redman Castle where you actually don't have to deal with it if you go and explore a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I somehow lucked into that realization last night. Like I had just done all this other stuff and then got frustrated with that encounter, went and did some more stuff. And that was the last thing I needed to do to basically go past that encounter and get to the boss. And like that kind of blew my mind a little bit like, oh, this game is like really cool. And yes, yeah. again, you have to keep relearning. It wants you to explore. Like if there's yeah. something that is mm-hmm. actually hard and and like keeping you from enjoying yourself go do something else like that is the mantra essentially so um i'm, I'm back into it again like I, I i can't wait to try and finish that boss and keep keep moving but like uh, i am i am starting to feel it now like um i don't want to put in the time where i'm just grinding runes till i get my level up mm-hmm. like i feel like that's not fun for me um and i was getting close to thinking i would have to do that but um as of right now um that's alleviated a little bit, but I'm still worried that that might come back a little later. I, yeah, I, I never, I, I never felt like I needed yeah, to like grind per se. I think it was just enough like bespoke shit to do in the game to where, yeah. um, you know, there's there's always mini dungeons and like things that feel major that are completely optional. There's like all those mm-hmm. forts that are optional that are like not as big as the traditional d- dungeons, but like still pretty sizable and like really tough and have tough bosses and everything. And you can get. Uh, get a bunch of souls yeah and there's also the more you explore like you'll you'll at later areas you start finding like much bigger runes that when pop will give you like twenty thousand runes a piece um so it, you know exploring not only gets you the runes from from combat and from bosses and everything but from just finding them uh, yeah i've never uh, felt so, like i had to had to grind in the game and i'm level 100 yeah. like i feel like yeah I but just... i definitely got to like i've I'm sure I'll get over the hump eventually, but like I'm, I'm in that sort of end game where, uh, like just, I think a little bit before where Nick is. Um, and it was like the first time where I'm like, Oh, this is like traditional from, from soft bullshit. And I'm kind of like yeah. not having fun right now. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I've been kind of after have, after it having my attention for like 
60 hours and and me unable to like wrestle myself away i've now been like well i'm not gonna play this tonight i'm just gonna you know play <laughs> a game we got review code for or watch tv shows or something that's funny. right yeah like i was like i spent the other two days like just catching up on like tv shows and stuff because i like i was dreading going back to deal yeah. with the Elden ring stuff yeah I, yeah yeah i can't get enough of it i like i got stuck in that area and then i went to explore another area of like uh, Khalid that I didn't know existed and mm-hmm. then I went there and I was mm-hmm. like oh there's all this new stuff to do I took on like six different bosses in an hour and it was, it was great I yeah can't I, yeah like Lampy's in chat saying like is it the last third isn't good yet people are still calling it the greatest game ever seems like it doesn't deserve that title I think the last third is great I just it's frustrating <laughs> every Souls game has that I love the I love the level design of like the last area like there's so many little secret areas you can find I found a path to you know there's the Godskin duo that we were bitching about before we started the podcast. There's like a very quick path to get to them if you just look around a little bit. Because uh, that just that run to get there is like probably the most frustrating area of the entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, oh, I, have um, a, I have a bonfire really close to them, actually. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I found whatever path you're talking about. Yeah, you probably um, you probably did. But it was yeah. one where like it wasn't obvious at first. And then like you go backwards and it's like, oh, hey, look that cool. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think the game's great. It's I mean, after two months, it's far and away my favorite game of the year so far. Um, yeah, I, 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 from the beginning, already? I've been I've been very hesitant to uh, label it as as game of the year or best game ever yet because I don't yeah. know. I feel like uh, it's 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 sometimes hard to see the forest through the trees when you're when you're so immersed in something. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think when I was comparing the last third to like the last third of Dark Souls is like clearly rushed and unfinished yeah like you could tell by how like the lack of dynamism in areas and reusing of enemies and like mm-hmm. kind of shoddiness of bosses outside of Gwyn. um and that's not the case here it's just it feels like it backloaded all of its crazy challenge um yes and it's that sort of challenge isn't like one of the reasons i was liking elden ring so much is i felt like it was a lot more forgiving to the player, um, hmm. which is kind of what I wanted. Like I wanted to keep, you know, exploring, making progress. And I've hit that traditional souls point where I'm like, do I really want to bash my head against the wall? Like, do I care that much? Yes. Yes. Like, you I do. just watch the ending on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's got, it's, it's got like really good progression through limb grave and probably up to, you know, Radon, I think everything mm-hmm. there. And then once you kind of get past that and get to the capital, it goes, you know, steady, steady climb and then kind of a peak real hard. And then yeah. it, mm. it steadies out again as you get past the capital, <laughs> but then it just peaks again in the last area, you know, that you go to. But uh, yeah, it's funny. It's I mean, it's funny you say that because in traditional souls fashion, the, I, the capital is fine for me. I didn't have like mm-hmm. in, in, in the way that every like your mileage may vary on things like the capital for me was fine. It's the area after the capital where there was like two or three bosses in a row that were just like, yeah, punching me in the dick over and over and over. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes I want to be punched the dick. Right now, don't want to be punched the dick. Hmm. Well, uh, tell them to stop. Uh, yeah, I kept yelling it into into my connect. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta leave, like, you just giant, leave the message stop. on the. You gotta leave the message on the ground for him. Finger butthole. Finger butthole. Please don't <laughs> kick balls. Um, but uh, yeah, Elden Ring. Elden Ring is still great. I know we're still gonna be streaming. I feel like our we're, we're through the. Uh, uh, you know, if if you were exhausted by our nonstop Elden Ring coverage, I think you're. We're, we're we're 
finally through the storm. <laughs> like well, every video this week every, isn't about Elden Ring. We're well, still going to be talking about Elden YouTube, Ring. On YouTube, every video this week is about Elden Ring. But on we're the still website, playing Elden Ring. Anatomy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And EP. Next, yeah, okay, next week. Mind. Next well, I week. lied. never mind i lied next week we're gonna be through the looking glass so it's fine uh but yeah it's a it's it's uh kind of exciting time for uh uh even you know it's not like we're about to hit a post elden ring lull because um i mean we could say like we got code in for uh ghostwire tokyo which is something I've been looking forward to. And then for the rest of the month, we have stuff like uh, Kirby and Tunic and Stranger of Paradise, which I'm wildly curious about. Uh, I just feel bad for pretty much any game that is even Elden Ring adjacent in a post-Elden Ring world. I'm like, oh no, they're going for Soulsy combat. This isn't going to go well. How dare you forget about Wonderlands? Uh, I did forget about Wonderlands, yeah. <laughs> My, your, your body is a Wonderlands. I... I... Get that John Mayer uh, first collab. Shooter. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got yeah. I got to preview Wonderlands. I I kind of liked it quite a bit actually. I didn't I played through and liked Borderlands three, but I thought its world was incredibly boring. And I got through like one area of uh, Wonderlands, and I it was very very a lot more visually interesting. And the combat was a lot of fun with the magic spells that you can find. So I'm actually kind of yeah, excited. That does seem like they. Like they'll be mixing up the formula, which is what I wanted them to do for three. Like three was way too close yeah. to what had come mm-hmm. what this, like ten years prior. Yeah, yeah, this one wasn't. So it wasn't really on my radar. But after playing the preview, I'm definitely interested in actually playing more of it. Uh, and then Daniel mentions Babylon's Fall. Nobody wants to talk about Babylon's Fall. That game is awful. Nothing is good about that game. I played five minutes of it, and like the UI of the game. Like they have like if you play Near Automata, you know how like the swords like hang off your back, but it's not like. Uh-huh. visually impairing you yeah take that but add four weapons on your back and they're giant and you can hardly see your character and that's babylon's fall i Maybe i, I played, don't want to see the character i played five <laughs> minutes i played five minutes of it to test it for yahtzee and then i'm like uh-uh i uninstalled that shit <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> awful 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 yeah platinum yeah, that, platinum is so cool. funny that's... because they are like the developer that clearly has a a team and, and uh, just cash the check team. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know if this is cashing the check because I don't think anyone gives a shit about I, this team. I don't, like, yeah, I don't think anybody bought it. Yeah, who was it made for? Like this was their attempt at a live service thing, but like was it their idea or was it like a collaboration with some other company? Well, Square Enix published it. I don't, I don't know who came up with that idea, but it's it's poopy. Probably some like boardroom executive. Yeah, <laughs> we need our yeah. service game to get re- recurring revenue. <laughs> Yeah, because or we you know, just Square, Bayonetta has, 3 Square has nailed it with service games so far. Everyone loves yeah. uh, fucking Avengers. <laughs> God. Remember Avengers? Oh, I man. finally deleted Avengers off my Xbox. Oh, you're, big, you finally broke it. I'm so glad you got the help you needed, Marty. Like, I yeah. was praying for you. <laughs> yeah. I've also hit a point where I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they're not, like, that game, they're not making new stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know if we're ever getting new characters. So, well, it was a great run. I had, 100 hours well was spent. It? No, it was bad. 100 hours poorly spent. 100 <laughs> hours very poorly spent. I should have spent it better. I could have just slept. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Uh, but speaking of release dates, uh, this week did have some uh, interesting news. Yesterday, uh, <laughs> coinciding with a with a Game Informer cover story, which was funny timing, uh, Forspoken, speaking of uh, Square Enix, was uh, delayed from its March date to October 11th. Um, and they didn't, uh, you know, they kind of just said it's delayed for 
you know, polish reasons and, and the, you know, pandemic development and everything. Uh, Forspoken is the uh, uh, Square Enix Japanese developed uh, luminous engine action game, but with like a Western character and Western writers and everything. And that's sort of the isekai of, of uh, a woman who gets transported, like a modern day woman who gets yeah. transported into a fantasy world. Um, and yeah, the game, I've always thought the game looks really cool, but uh, yeah, I just feel like they haven't done a great job of like, we know Showing nothing about that game. Yeah, yeah I guess the Game Informer yeah. preview the first time we like really hear about gameplay in it. Yeah, yeah. Because they've shown us well, good I mean, yeah, they, visuals. Yeah, like they, they have shown snippets of what looked like gameplay at the very least. Like the stuff they've shown isn't like all cutscenes. Like you see yeah. her like parkouring around in really yeah. cool, interesting ways. You see like big flashy magic spells. But yeah, like no kind of in-depth uh, long play type thing where they delve into like the systems and like enemies encounters and stuff like that yeah or what the flow looks like are like are you gonna be doing is it like yeah. open world are there side quests like what's the right. sort of is it like monster hunter like what's what's the game feel like mm-hmm. um yeah so i think that's yeah, ultimately really hard to no i was gonna say it's really hard to like gauge it based on that then because like yeah like the stuff that we've gotten to look at does look cool but like where's the substance yeah and so i think they've just had kind of a tough time figuring out how to market it and maybe that's like, part of the pushing like it to October, square which... enix has had a hard time marketing their games lately even guardians of the galaxy wasn't marketed well at all yeah no that's a really uh that, that's a really good point and if unless something is like final fantasy 7 remake which is already like a known quantity yeah. um yeah they've had a tough time yeah well they just square just released uh triangle strategy i still saw lampy mention um and I'm curious to see what the numbers are going to look like on that. I did. They did do the smart thing, which I like with a lot of Switch games. Square does is um, they released the the opening couple hours as a mm-hmm. demo that you could play for free, and then if you like it, you can continue your progress, buy the game, and continue. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the same thing with uh, Dragon Quest Eleven um, a few years back, which I really appreciated. So um, and with yeah. Triangle Strategy as well, which Lampy just mentioned in chat. That's literally what I just said. You just what said, happened? Oh, I thought literally you were talking about Casey just rebooted. For a second, I was like, oh, so are sorry. You, maybe you are lagging behind quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not Casey's webcam that's delayed. It's him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when you jumped. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, and no, it turns out uh, naming a game Triangle Strategy is a bad name for a game. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you are going to uh, name a video game, don't name it after like the 1990s Chicago Bulls offensive scheme that's a bad it's like a bad way to name your game um and uh in traditional uh me on switch fashion i bought the game but i haven't played it yet because i'm insane and i don't know if i'm ever gonna play it because i'm fucking dumb <laughs> fucking dumb i have a bunch of like unopened games demo, on my though. show <laughs> i did play the demo i played the full demo and i was like i like it i'm gonna buy it and then i don't know i don't know he's got destructive more guardians of the galaxy that's why you had to delete it didn't you because you knew I you could be playing better games <laughs> I already played Guardians. Or, sorry, I mean Avengers. I Damn it, KC has me desynced now. Uh, I played. Uh, uh, I did play the Kirby demo. Did you guys play the Kirby? I demo? I have not played the Kirby demo. Mm-mm, no. That, that what did man, you think? Very quickly, he eats a car and he eats a vending machine. Uh, I think the demo is perfectly fine. It is really cute. Um, I think it's kind of boring. Um, Ooh. I think people who are like Kirby's kind of geared Marty towards kids. criticizing people, Nintendo. Yeah, it's a, I just think this. I don't. I'm not sure if Kirby's like the 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 game for me. Oh, you'll still yeah, buy it Kirby though. Kirby has always been more of a a like a child friendly thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think like his origins, the fact that he like floats and has so many jumps, 
was it's always like meant forgiving because, in its origins. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it was meant to make an easier platformer for like younger players. So I think that has always been retained in the Kirby games. Yeah, because uh, even I had like the Kirby that wasn't like that. On uh, on Wii, you had like Epic Yarn, like that started sort of like the really uh-huh. cute uh, the the cute take on it, which you know like Yoshi's Woolly World kind of built on that, and um, some of the two D games. Like I thought Kirby's, uh, I think it was called Canvas Curse. It was like the DS game you controlled with the stylus, like Kirby was a ball, yeah. and you sort of like controlled. Like that had a lot of interesting ideas. Um, but I'll see. Like the Kirby demo was literally like the opening three stages of the game, um, and that's I don't know. Uh, the opening three stages of a game should be easy. That's how games should work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe the game does start like throwing heat. I think a lot of uh, a lot of people were hoping that this was like Kirby's Mario 3D World moment or Mario Odyssey moment. And I don't I, I think it, I mean, it does look remarkably similar, like Kirby and Cappy have similar abilities. So I was wondering mm-hmm. if it would be too close, actually. Yeah. But like but thinking about it from the standpoint of, well, it's maybe that but for a younger audience, because Mario does very quickly get very complicated, even though it has like its assist modes and and kind of a, a like baby modes in it, like where they have like lines and like no death and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just overall, like maybe Kirby was just geared towards a more casual fan base, if that's the right word. So like, if, yeah. I don't know if it's still fun at a core level, like then I'm not, um, you know, I'm not too upset about it but like it was probably not something i was super interested in in the first place even though i love kirby i think kirby is adorable <laughs> but like yeah, i just probably can. wasn't gonna play that game i also love how like sakurai by making smash has been like all right kirby will never die like nintendo contractually has to like i've given my life to smash so you must continue to make kirby games until i die because kirby's his little boy i guess so yeah like, yeah kirby just kind of persists regardless of like what's going on in the world kirby persists <laughs> Uh, one thing that hasn't persisted uh, uh, in the eyes of what's going on in the world is Advance Wars, because this morning Nintendo has delayed Advance Wars uh, 1 plus 2 reboot or recamp or whatever it's called uh, indefinitely uh, due to the, the current uh, uh, conflict in the Ukraine, uh, which mm. kind of makes sense. Also, this series has incredible luck because, do you know, when Advance Wars 1 released September 10th, 2001, you know what happened oh, the next day? September 11th, 2001. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and Advance Wars 2 released like two weeks after the Iraq war began, like the invasion of Iraq. Uh, Jeez. What so, is going on? Maybe they should <laughs> stop making Advance yeah. Wars because they it just seems to be a bad global all conflicts. <laughs> oh, my. So, yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, so that's one of those like. I don't know. I get it. Like, there's no, you know, Advance Wars is literally about like encroaching on other people's lands and like slowly taking territory. So. Yeah, completely understand. Just yeah, you know, whatever. Release the game the wrong, the wrong time. Want. Yeah, um, and then uh, the last bit of uh, release date news was that also this morning, uh, Gotham Knights finally got a release date, uh, which I think originally supposed to come out last year. Uh, like the rest of WB slate, got delayed to this year slash beyond, um, but it is currently slated for October twenty fifth. So really now ex- I'm really f- excited for that game. So am I, especially after watching yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I want, I want to beat shit up as like yep. Batman's pals. Yep. I, I, I don't know. I've just been kind of, I've been itching for you know an action combat game like that for a bit because like we haven't had one really since Shadow of War mm-hmm. uh, with the, with that style of combat. So I, that that with friends sounds really fun. And no, it's not a games of service because I know somebody in chat's gonna think it is, but it's not a games of service game. It's just got numbers that pop up. People see numbers pop up and they get scared. I bet. I understand that. I bet they're turning all that off. Maybe that should be DLC. No, no numbers DLC. 
No, they'll just they'll, have, they'll they'll have settings where you universe. turn it all off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no numbers DLC. Ten dollars season pass. I'm surprised, um, I'm surprised how far that game got delayed though, because it looks pretty damn polished the last time we saw it last year. Yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah, that first time they showed off the demo looked great. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm curious if that was just very much a sort of classic vertical slice. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited, and and like I said, sort of the, the I I we won't go into spoilers because I know Nick or uh, Casey hasn't seen it, and a lot of folks I'm sure in chat haven't seen it yet. But like, I really love the Batman, and so. I'm like, oh shit! Like, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to like go back and play some of the Arkham games, but I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do that like this summer. Maybe I'll do like an Arkham replay uh, leading up to um, Gotham Knights, and then you know, assuming next year is probably when the Suicide Squad comes out. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's it's interesting that we have our fall is slowly kind of falling into place. Um, you know, between certain delays with uh, Forspoken coming you know, shifting from May to October and then, you know, Gotham Knights being set in October. We know we're getting Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, um, you know, yeah, probably in the November slot that Pokemon traditional Yay. slot is in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Before we move on to our main topic, do you want do you, does anyone have any thoughts on getting a third Pokemon game in, in a single year? It This one's going full open world, but it still looks ugly in the first trailer. And I. Yeah, it looked terrible. It looked so much worse than Sword Sword and Shield looked, and I don't understand how. Well, I guess I do understand how they tried to make an open world, and like they are terrible at it for some reason. Yeah, there's nothing really to talk about. It looks awful. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say. I I really enjoyed the first little bit of Arceus, and but I have completely forgotten about it already. So I can't. Is is that Arceus's fault or is that Elden Ring's fault though? That's Arceus's fault. Uh, I think it's like a little Elden Ring's fault if I'm being if I'm being nope. like I think some of the blame is definitely on, on Arceus itself because it is sort of like shallow and, and the, end, know, the end of the game is just I, th- I just think the end of the game is super boring yeah because um, I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm promise. like hours away from finishing it but it's I'm bored <laughs> yeah it's I, I think especially coming from a post Elden Ring world like if I stepped back into Arceus and I'm like, ooh, what's going on in the Husei region? And then nothing. I'm like, oh, this place is awful. There's nothing going on in the Husei region. Um, yeah, Jorge uh, Riegers says just play SMT5 instead. I mean, you got SMT5. I have you a got, copy of uh, that. Soul, Soul Hackers 2 is coming out. So we could, we could, be, we could be hacking more souls. Soul Hackers? <laughs> That's like a, an SMT spinoff. Um, but like it's like a, cy- a cyberpunk persona kind of. Um, cause you okay. know what everyone loves about persona is it's cyberpunk aesthetics. Uh, but, uh, they announced a sequel coming out, I believe this summer. So, um, okay. Yeah. And then we got monster Hunter stories, uh, uh, more DLC coming and I guess they're still doing DLC for Arceus. So, um, yeah, the machine There's DLC uh, coming for monster hunter rise too. Isn't there? Yeah. Like, is that is this month? Still? Yeah. Sun, sun. Oh, I think they announced the monster hunter like direct or monster hunter, not a direct, but like a presentation. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, we'll be getting, uh, we'll be getting more news of monster hunter stuff. Um, but yeah, that's what, you know, the falls is getting fleshed out like that. Um, and then obviously the, the, the first big game to really stake its, uh, you know, put its uh, flag in the sand of fall was, uh, last summer when we heard Starfield it was going to be November 11th, 2022. Some- and that's, uh, currently, I guess what is still the case, even though we've seen very little of it. And that kind of segues into our uh main topic of uh after microsoft had a like uh, kind of like a historically great back half of 2021 with uh psychonauts and uh, forza horizon and and halo and 
the console release of, of Flight Sim. Uh, they had such a good couple months that uh, they were they had the highest Metacritic of any publisher, uh, not only of 2021, but of ever, apparently, in like a single year. So, um, yeah, Easy. they had like a historically great uh, end of the year. And then uh, it seems like they've been so incredibly quiet so far, two months into two and a half months into the year, apart from the obvious elephant in the room of uh, uh, getting the ball rolling, acquiring Vision Blizzard King, um, which is like, you know, obviously substantially huge news that's going to have, you know, implications going forward for, for the decade. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How, how, how are you guys feeling about Microsoft right now, especially in, in comparison to like what Sony and Nintendo are doing? I, I'm not sure what their plan is because I think Halo Infinite has soured things for them quite a bit uh, because that has not been handled well, in my opinion, like the multiplayer. And it, it's kind of like, I don't know, I kind of go back and forth on it because when I think about like multiplayer games from the path past, uh, like, you know, we get map packs like maybe every six months or something like that. And now the expectation is that with these any multiplayer game, it's like you need new content out within a month to keep people interested, which I think is unsustainable completely. Uh, yeah. And I don't like, I don't like that. That's the expectation now because I honestly, like I, I'm sure the developers are burning out very quickly on that kind of thing. Or, you know, because like the infrastructure three, four, three didn't even have the infrastructure in place to do this yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, so I think like this game, they got it out bare bones, multiplayer. Like I'm a huge halo fan. Everybody knows that. But I mean, I haven't really had any desire to go back to the multiplayer lately, and I think most it really does come down to the fact that I think three four three is just awful at making maps because like there's only one map in Infinite that I really like, and it's Behemoth, and the rest of them I just mm. kind of okay. Uh, but I I just yeah I don't know I don't know what their deal is like uh you know we we know that they have uh Redfall coming up from Arcane which just got a, like a little leak yesterday of gameplay and I don't know Twitter did this thing where they see one one image of a game it goes it's generic uh, but you know you haven't even seen it yet so we, we know they have we know they have that coming uh, I feel like Plague Tale Requiem is not far off from getting a release date because they've started pre-ordering collector's items and everything already uh, that isn't that multi-platform or uh, it's no? Not right now. Uh, yeah, it is multi-platform, but I think it's it's coming to Game Pass day one, so they're treating it almost as an exclusive. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, gotcha. yeah. So um, it's one of those big one of those big titles coming to Game Pass for them. So yeah, I think they had a they they sort of had a weird rocky start to the year though because you the, the like one of their first big Game Pass games was Crossfire X. Oh yeah, which that was awful. Right. Like, <laughs> if it's if if anyone in chat doesn't remember it, uh, that's probably fine because the game was like sent to die because it, it was terrible. It's, like if, it's kind of funny. Chat was like, oh, "Are you gonna stream that?" And then I test, I loaded it up, and it's still on my Xbox. I played one <clears throat> round of multiplayer on that, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is not good. This is awful." Yeah, that and, that and Babylon's Fall are the two biggest stinkers of this year so far. <laughs> which is funny because again, they come from developers who like Platinum have made like literally some of my favorite games ever, and yep. Remedy has made literally some of my favorite games ever. Like Control is like one of my favorite games of the last five years, and that's, well, I, Rem- Remedy didn't do that. The, check, I hope. Yeah, Remedy didn't do the multiplayer. They did the campaigns, which I I, I started, but I mean, it just wasn't. It was it was so boring that I I didn't even bother continuing with it. And I I typically like stupid boring first person shooters, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> I yeah 
I think like the conversation has really just kind of shifted to like Xbox needs their own style of direct and people were like pointing to inside Xbox is that thing, but inside Xbox was always awful and boring and yeah. full of interviews that nobody the thing gave is a they shit made about. It, yeah, they made it awful and boring. Like yeah. um inside Xbox on I wanna say the 360 or like maybe early Xbox One, it was like a dedicated like I don't even think they called it inside Xbox then, but it there was like a dedicated weekly or bi-weekly show that would like show up on the dashboard you'd watch it it would give you like a bunch of like interesting news about upcoming stuff like new features on the console or whatever mm-hmm. and it was genuinely interesting and entertaining they morphed that into some sort of like live show thing mm-hmm. that just is very dead like very, yeah. very like i i really like um xbox's major nelson but i i think he like i think he's a little He's old, outdated. Old school. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, outdated. Yeah, like his just his style just doesn't really a- appeal much to to like kind of more. I don't know, like quick, like quick to lose focus, like youths. I want to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't, well, I don't even think they need. I don't even think they need a host. They they keep trying to do these host shows and nobody likes them. Like mm-hmm. PlayStation Direct and Nintendo Direct works because there is no host. It's just here's the games, here's the trailers, here's the release dates. See you later. Yeah, there's a bunch of VO. Like maybe like have Phil Spencer come out and say something. At, you know, give yeah. up like a brief one minute remark. But yeah, um, yeah that's the like bringing up uh, a directs and stuff like, you know, say what you will about Nintendo. Like when they announce a direct, like people get fucking hyped. Yeah, because, you know, you're, and, you like, know, you're getting games I mean, and not interviews. Undeservedly so. But <laughs> I said, say what you will. <laughs> and I guess you said what you will. So you did exactly the thing I asked. No, but you're um, right. Yeah, they do get hyped when they do the announcement. And like, yeah, you're right. There's no real equivalent until Microsoft goes and says, oh, we have a bunch of stuff to tell you randomly. So like, but they don't have or like at E3 a, like. Yeah, at E3, like they don't have a, a specific scheduled thing that they do like Sony and Nintendo. But yeah. with all that being said, um, like my take on this whole Xbox Inquired thing is like I'm actually okay with it because like you guys mentioned like last year like they were on the ball like they had great news they were getting everyone super excited they had big releases um, yes the fervor for like Halo has died down a bit but um, you know there are still rumblings about Forge which is coming soon and I do think we're going to get a resurgence once that drops like because there are there's a ton of stuff still missing from that game like mm-hmm. people are yeah I'm- people are waiting for that game to be finished yeah, so I'm I think sure. when they do finish it, yeah, it'll like kind of boost all that up. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure people. That, will, I'm sure people will come back to it because it is a good game. Right. Like the multiplayer. They're just waiting for it to get finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's lacking content. Like you know, we, we do the game night streams and like there's the menus are still broken and in setting up custom games and everything. There's there's a lot going on there that they need to uh they need to work on and fix and like yeah and I, I think. I think the the worst part for Microsoft is like 343 and is really supposed to be their flagship studio and it just seems like a complete mess almost all the time. They're I have yeah, pra- yeah. I have praise multiplayer leads just left, right? Yeah, well they're they're the multiplayer lead left, but I, I that doesn't bother me cuz like I think that whole team needs a shake up. I really do. Like I think I think we'll be seeing more people leave 343 before too long. Like as they as they get like a real core team because like all those reports came out about how they just keep contractors and the contractors leave after a few years and all that and three four three's never had mm. a steady team like they need to be a more traditional studio and i think I, i'm sure phil spencer knows that mm-hmm. that being said i don't know why that didn't happen during halo infinite because yeah i can only imagine yeah. that that kind of turnover did not bode well for this game <laughs> well especially so halo infinite being delayed an entire year uh, releasing the way it did, uh, they announced season two is starting May third, but they said 
that May 3rd date isn't going to include co-op or Forge. Yep. And so they said they're hopeful mm. those will come at some point during Season 2, which I don't know if that's going to be, you know, that could be the fall. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I mean, it almost seems like should Halo have released six months later, like with more stuff? Um, I, 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 obviously, I, that's more like yeah i don't know i think it's like good that they got it out there and get the feedback and everything because that's, that's usually how yeah. these games go is like if you're gonna if you like it sucks like it's not right i think it's i think it's wrong that they do it but i mean i don't i don't make these decisions but if you're gonna release the game like eventually it'll be good isn't isn't wrong unless you're anthem so and the multiplayer <laughs> is free to play um yeah. single player was part of uh game pass and everything it's a much different scenario than battlefield which um yeah. Like Halo, at least has the the bones in place for something yeah. great. Like at least it works. Halo fun. plays great, <laughs> yeah. and like it feels great, which is like the the heart. Like it's funny, uh, Nick, when you were saying like it's some of your least favorite maps of whatever any Halo game. Like that feels like the thing you should be able to fix. And like, yeah. oh man, it'd be it'd be cool if Microsoft bought a publisher that that also has like five studios who only make shooters. Like maybe they can come in and help. Yeah. What if like uh yeah, I don't know, I wouldn't be surprised if granted the the Activision stuff is gonna go through um for a while, but you know, mm -hmm. I could imagine a world where uh, Halo gets multiplayer support from Sledgehammer or Treyarch or Infinity War or yeah. you know, Raven. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah that, that could solve that problem for them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in general, like you know, I know I, Casey like said, you know, you're fine with them not in, in being quiet right now. I, I think I think that's fine too, but I don't know. I just kind of as as a fan of Xbox and everything, you know, I'm a fan of all the consoles. I don't even know why I bothered to say that, but yeah. I I want at least a bit of a roadmap for what to expect this year from Xbox, which we really just haven't gotten yet. And I feel like we never get mm -hmm. last, last year. Like I had confidence in Xbox last year because we kind of got that roadmap. We knew that simulator was coming. Psychonauts was coming. Halo was hopefully coming. Uh, mm -hmm. Whatever else Forza was coming this year. It's like, we know that there's so many games in development, but like, when are they coming? We have no idea. Right. Red, Redfall. Yeah, Redfall. Yeah. We know is, summer 2022 but i mean we haven't seen anything yet um mm -hmm. and i think in general like i think i think xbox in general has learned their lesson about announcing games before they're ready and showing them before they're ready for the most part because then i think about like hellblade 2 and that was one of my most hyped games and then that gameplay trailer the gameplay trailer they released at the video game awards kind of killed all my hype in that game for right now because it's like yeah. i was yeah. hoping for yeah, that was disappointing to me as well yeah um yeah but know, i mean they know. did the same thing like they like fable and perfect dark were like they released trailers before they were real video games yeah that's that's true i guess they're yeah. still they're still kind of doing it I, but i think everyone's kind of guilty of that though like that star wars trailer for the uh Quantic Dream game they said mild but that game might not come out till 2027 and i'm like well that's not real like yeah. there won't be a planet then why why are we even talking about that game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think uh wow yeah it's just yeah i don't know like i just i want I wanted Xbox to continue the, moment, the momentum they had with communication Same. from last yeah. year where I felt I felt like I could trust that they were going to get this stuff out because of all the delayed and canceled exclusives. And yeah. I'm kind of at the point where like I still I still have more trust than I did because like the studios they have are are good. Like the studios mm -hmm. they have acquired have tr great track records of releasing games and getting them done. Uh and I like yeah, just uh you know, at least for like, this year, like I, start. What? Like I, I, I get it. I, I do feel like they've they've earned a break 
Like, cause I, like for me personally, like none of the other publishers have gotten me as excited about video games in terms of like the big picture, like Microsoft has like in the last year. Like I want Sony to have bigger announcements that kind of rock the industry, like Nintendo as well. I want them to like, like shake things up a little bit, like be interesting, be daring. Like Microsoft is really the only company that's been doing that lately. So like, it's fine if they take a break, especially now that some some of the other companies have things to say. Like Nintendo did their direct earlier in the year. Some people liked it, some people didn't. Sony's getting ready to do theirs. So like, it's fine that they take a step back and aren't always in the spotlight for like the entire time. But then yeah, even they if they're, they don't need to be know, in the spotlight. Talking to you, you can get yeah, you can get fatigued with the information that they're giving. I think what their problem. Like. I think what their problem is like right now. They have like their opening of the year had a really great uh, indie and Game Pass lineup. And they're continuing to. They just released like an article about like we have a bunch of spring indies coming, including Tunic and Shredders is coming to Game Pass and Young Souls is coming to Game Pass. And we have oh, a cool game that, called uh, TMNT game is coming to Game Pass. Uh, no, Shredders is a, uh, um, a snowboarding game. Oh, okay. That, I'm way less excited about. You're thinking of Shredders Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shredders Revenge. Shredder, yeah, Shredders is like SSX or, or Amped or whatever. Um, it'll like probably an, be an fine. indie version. Yeah, but the you thing is, like put turtles on those snowboards, though. Uh, there was that one turtles game where they're on surfboards, so I'm sure they can snowboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I think they're, they're extreme. They're radical enough. But like, they could have done. They could have like turned those announcements into like a cool little video and announce it two days beforehand, and everyone gets excited for like what's coming up in the same way that. I don't know. I get excited when Nintendo is like F Zero X is coming to that thing you wasted your money on. You remember F Zero from sixty frame per second game on the N sixty four? I'm like hell yeah, put it put it in. That me. game is amazing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I love that and, game. and like I'm excited for whatever Sony's going to show. Um, you know, a couple hours from now during during their state of play, and I just feel like it's like if Microsoft put in like a little bit of effort to make those little videos, I think they would just constantly be able to drum up. Like you don't need to always show your major triple a games. You just need to. Yeah. And there's, there's some people in chat saying that we're not patient. I have complete patience in these things, but also these games have been announced. I mean, they've been announced for what, two years now, some of them. And we yeah. just haven't seen yeah, some for more than that. Right. When yeah. Dark announced. Yeah. So like, I just, <laughs> yeah. if you're like Xbox doesn't have the luxury right now of just, and they they started to, but I don't think they have the luxury of just having people believe these games are going to come out based on the track record of the last generation. Like, yeah, I think it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be mind blowing announcements every time. But like, you know, are we waiting till E three for everything at this point for Fable or whatever? Like, Maybe. we know, yeah, you know, if you look at like some of the, um, I, f- I forget, Clobril on Twitter, like they have like the roadmap of Xbox titles, and it's literally listed out to like twenty twenty seven. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of, uh, you know, we're coming up on Starfield. Haven't really heard anything about that yet, but that's not really surprising because they did the same thing for Fallout 4 and everything, like showed everything like two months before it came out, kind of thing. I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, like I'm saying, I don't think like the the I don't think it's a, a patience thing. Like I, they they have like I was mentioning, if they could fill this gap in with all these indie games, like mm-hmm. Tunic is a game we've been waiting for for years like that game has been in the spotlight for literally years and it's coming out in a week and it's not coming to game pass but it's coming to to xbox as a console exclusive at launch like mm. you could have like released a little video with that and mm. same thing of these game pass games like they're hyping up that they have 40 games coming before april 11th i don't know like don't put it don't bury him in a blog post it's it's yeah i don't know i feel like a little bit of effort goes a long way in terms of uh sort of getting people excited and it acts as a like stopgap, you know, 
before obviously in june when we get summer game fest or whatever the fuck all that's going to be this year yes. so. <laughs> who knows that's, yeah that's literally yeah. i call it now summer fuck what is this yeah uh, exactly uh nick do you want i know you have to you have to bounce on so do you want to uh uh Wrap, th- wrap things up yeah i mean we got we got like five more minutes we only have one super chat today so uh not too worried about it but okay. uh, yeah i think for why well, I, my... I already killed the conversation by saying that so. <laughs> well i was gonna say my my final thoughts on xbox I mean, like i'm still super chats in now then yeah i'm still i'm still like super excited <laughs> for what they're what they're working on and, and like i trust the studios that they've acquired and everything to get these things done um but I, I, I think it's mostly just surprising that like they were riding very high on 2021 and they kind of let that simmer down a bit. And maybe they needed to. Mm-hmm. Maybe they needed to with Halo Infinite. Maybe they shouldn't be hyping up the next game until they fix Halo Infinite kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. That's so, a good point. Yeah. You know, it, there, there could be that because like they want to make sure that they're supporting their games. And they like State of Decay 2 is still getting major updates. It just got a big graphic visual overhaul the other day. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of people don't even realize like how big a lot of those games are. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. yeah, State of Decay is constantly being updated. Yeah, State of Decay has yeah. millions of players. Sea of Thieves has millions of players. Like a lot, almost all their. Experience I always see exclusives. updates for those. What's gr- grounded or like yeah, grounded. Grounded still yeah. growing. Uh, yeah, that game's still in preview, right? Like it's not yeah. even finished. Yeah, it's one point yeah. this year. Um, but then there's Bleeding Edge, which you know died. <laughs> oh damn that sucked Bleed Age was cool that was a cool game <laughs> I think you were the one person that thought so <laughs> no people liked it people just stopped playing it me included to be fair <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it that much then. <laughs> but yeah you know I, I think uh, we were and we were kind of saying the same thing about Sony last year to be fair like Sony had their very oh, quiet, yeah, totally. quiet year so and then Sony came out and you know released the Horizon which uh, you know you can say Sort of our corner of the internet has has pushed it to the side to talk about Elden Ring, but mm-hmm. like the Horizon's going to sell a shit ton of copies, and it is yeah, people people like probably Horizon. one of the most gorgeous games ever played. And it's like much more like I don't know. I see more commercials during sports for Horizon than I do for Elden Ring, so I th- I think it's much more of a mainstream game. Even though Elden Ring is the I feel like the most mainstream of the from games um, so yeah. far. Yeah, and then you had Gran Turismo, and obviously Sony's working. I don't know. I like. Everyone is fine. Like everyone has incredible stuff in the pipeline that I'm super stoked about. And then Sony has their sort of Japanese centric showcase later today. And so maybe we'll see more of uh, Final Fantasy 16 or uh, uh, our Lord and Savior or something from Persona. I just, Persona, I, maybe Persona 4 Golden, everyone's I, favorite Vita game. Maybe coming, really coming to consoles. want to know more about that Project Awakening game. Yeah, you mentioned that. I forgot that existed. Yeah, most people, because they haven't really talked about it. That's because it's just deep down too. They, uh, the grand blue fantasy whatever they're working on too looks really good it looks like a single player genshin impact in some ways well genshin impact single player like a not free to play genshin impact oh so breath of kind of no no i don't know go away I don't, breath of the wild sounds like a single player not free to play genshin impact <laughs> but good yeah that fits the bill yeah all right um, uh so we'll go into super chess then this is called the Zacruel Hour. Sponsored Zacruel by Zacruel. Hour. Yep. Sponsored by Zacruel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Zacruel donated five dollars. Says I'm playing Elden Ring on my other screen. Almost 100, 100 hours now. Try not to be too interesting, or I will blame you all for my deaths. Yeah, I uh, I do a lot of dumb deaths in that game. If I'm being I, yeah. I've also just I've hit a point where like I'm no longer sad if I lose a hundred thousand runes. I'm just like, well, that's fucking life. I've dude. never why, lost that. Many why runes. would you lose that many runes? Just go buy stuff. <laughs> 
Go buy stuff you don't even need. Spend what do I need to money. buy? What do just I, I don't everything. Need to buy anything. Just go buy, buy what? I don't know. Buy a bunch of armor buy, I can't wear because I'm a sissy, a sissy boy. Buy, buy character. You can buy, buy cookbooks, buy knives. You go buy whatever. Uh, go buy like, swords your and go sell them back. Junk. <laughs> yeah. I did buy. Anything I bought, is better than them floating into the wind, Marty. I bought all the. Uh, I bought all the cookbooks and I bought all the. Uh, uh, like I buy like the, the important things. If someone sells great runes, I buy those. If someone or rune arts or rune arcs or whatever the well, hell what, called. What do those rune arcs do? You need so to, if you once you get a great rune, if you go to the corresponding area's divine tower, you can like activate the great rune and then you equip it. And then if you use one of those rune arcs, you get the power of that great rune. And so for like the first boss for Godric, his great rune art is uh, you, you, you crack a, a rune arc and you get like plus five to every one of your stats until you die. So like oh, it wow. super helps yeah. like that can like make or break a boss fight for you. Yeah, but you need to not only beat one of the five main bosses, but then go through their corresponding divine tower, which is like a generally like a kind of a hidden tough area dungeon puzzle kind of thing. Yeah, like how far do you have to get to find one? Because I, I had no yeah. knowledge of this entire oh, you can get one right after Margaret. The, on a single tower. Or one of the you can get many, one right after it's one of the many, many things in uh, this game that is just terribly explained. Like dog shit explained. <laughs> there's, 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 I learned there it straight up from a text chat. Oh, I thought there was a cutscene that literally tells you go to these towers to get your activate the Grun arcs. If you go talk to the lady, no, I, she tells I, you I to remember do that. someone saying that. Like someone like said those words to me. I don't remember a cutscene. I remember it's, someone saying yeah, yeah. That. Oh, it's, that game just fucking babbles. It's, That's it's the thing about you... these games. I'm not listening to them because they're always like tarnished. Find my finger. Where's my grapes? And I'm like, I don't fucking <laughs> care. Give me the next thing to fight. Oh, yeah. Give me I the just don't think I found and... that grape lady either. I never did anything with the grapes yet. It's insane. The great lady was right there for me. I swear to God. I'm not like lying. No, she's there. I just haven't done anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, uh, no. Zickerel donated $5. Uh, says only one super chat. <laughs> Shows how people only show up for drama, I guess. How many did you get for the Lord of the Rings Amazon <laughs> series teaser? I, th I, I think they're like it was the less last super few... chats and more of anger. No, I think that now the last few we've done, we've done like over $100 in super chats like each podcast. So, yeah. No, we'll just, we'll just... For, for this? Yeah, for breakout. Yeah, not okay. this, not well, today. But well, no, they're coming in now because they want you to be late for your. I know movie, they so do. That's exciting. <laughs> you all in trouble. Uh, Lampy donates five pounds. Says, did you manage to control your monitor volume, Marty? Oh, and I, I, I'll get King Dead's. And uh, I read them upside down. No, so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's a thing out of spite now. I'm not gonna. I'm just out of spite. Also, it's just ever. ever I'm not as dumb as everyone thinks I am. I'm like, I'm definitely dumb, but I'm like. Coming from the guy that buys anything that Nintendo puts out. Think you are. <laughs> I first off, I buy them for work, Nick, so that someone oh. has to talk about Kirby and all these fuckers on this show. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry about the Slack <laughs> notification sounds. Wow, you did. Looks like someone doesn't know how to use technology. Yeah, did you figure out your monitor your controls. Tink button for your Slack, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Fucking tink goblins. Uh, tink Daniel, goblins roll out. Daniel Schlenvar donated two dollars. Says Zeke roll can't be the only one. You're not. Look at your, your Zeke rolls like formed Thank a fellowship. You. Yeah. <clears throat> King Dead forty two donated two dollars. Says if super chats keep coming, can we make can we make Nick late? I mean, we're getting close. <laughs> Nick said he wanted to be out by by nine forty five, and it's nine fifty one. Interview so. starts at ten, so you have. Like three minutes. Uh, Daniel Schoenver donates two dollars again. Says also shout out to the Slack notification sound. Yes, I fixed that. <laughs> Dang. 
Cudlack 13, Super Chest $2 says, Random thought, but I want a new Zoids Haim. Haim? Did you a mean new Zoids home? game. Game? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, Haim. No, he wants a Haim. Home? <laughs> <laughs> like Haim the band? I, like a- uh, Zoids. Yeah, Zoids are like shitty, uh, they're like shitty Gundams, right? <laughs> I wouldn't call them shitty, but you're not wrong. <laughs> there were some rumors. There were some rumors that there might be a Gundam game at the Sony showcase today. So, is maybe it another Gundam start- versus game? I don't know. It's probably some shitty Zoids <laughs> game or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if they've already announced like a Gundam game or something, but they said, yeah, Japanese centric. Um, also, rumors of Harry Potter, which is decidedly not Japanese. So, but most Japanese? Are you kidding me? Also, I want to know what Japanese Hogwarts looks like. But that school would be cool. Yeah, they, like they hinted that there are other. Magic yeah, Goblet. I mean, Goblet. So, yeah, yeah Goblet of Fire be? has like the Russian one, and the well, they don't. Yeah. they probably they probably can't be in the Triwizard Tournament anymore. Oh no, <laughs> Ter- Termstrang. Can't <laughs> oh be in God. The uh, well, we got to wrap up and lamp. Some lamp and honey money. Asked if we are going to be covering the Sony showcase live. No, we are not. It's only twenty minutes, uh, so we're not going to do that. Also, it's during post CP. Yes. Oh, also, good point, Grunger. Uh, Japanese Hogwarts is just Raya Lucaria from Elden Ring. <laughs> this this is true. So that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, yeah, what do you guys really quick? Uh, what do you what do you got? What should people check out? Ooh, boy. Uh, you got let's see, Horizon Forbidden West ZP today with Post ZP. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Marty to join Yahtzee for that probably. Maybe Casey. Life. I don't know. Uh, let's see what else is coming up uh, tomorrow. The next anatomy should drop on Elden Ring for members. Remember, it's a YouTube exclusive now. Uh, and then Friday, depending on the weather, like we may end up doing gear stream. I don't know because I should be traveling down south, but we're supposed to get like ten inches of snow, so I don't know. Uh, Razor hail. And then game night on Saturday. I don't know what you guys are playing yet for either, but I'm assuming it'll be something fun. Probably will be something fun. Nick. I mean, that's the plan. That is I the plan. Yeah, right. and then we have uh, what, what? What do we got going? Nick, uh, Casey, you got a three mark coming up tomorrow. We can just say it's Young uh, Souls. Yeah. It's a game we mentioned earlier. Yeah, have come to Game Pass. Yeah, Young Souls three mark should be dropping tomorrow. Cool. Um, outside of that, you know, the regular stream streamy goodness. Uh, mm-hmm. Marty and I finishing up some Dead Space three. Those super chat donations and other donations on other streams are helping us fund the Metal Gear Solid playthrough that we're going to start after mm-hmm. Dead Space three is done. So keep those coming. We appreciate it. Yeah, I think we're and, like uh, um, two thirds yeah. two thirds through with that. So awesome. We uh, we we're two thirds through with our donation goal. We're probably like yeah. one one third through with that space. But um, yeah, we appreciate that. And then uh, we have another design delve on Friday at noon central, a little earlier in the day. Uh, and we're gonna it's gonna be an indie game called Instruments of Destruction with a lead who was formerly or the, the creator of it is a former lead on some of the red fraction games and the games are all about destruction like instruments of destruction kind of feels like blast core which is a game i loved in the n64 so we're just gonna be talking about why it's so fun to wreck shit in games nice looking forward to that yeah but i think that's it we'll, we'll let nick get to his his yeah. interview uh so for uh nick and casey uh, once again this is marty this was uh breakout episode 32 thank you all so much and we'll see you all later this afternoon for horizon post cp and you guys talked so long ah. I actually got to fix the credits like I needed to. Look at that! Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for hanging in the chat.